You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode number 26. A podcast uncovering identity, color, and love. Where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now your host, T. Bias. It's not a trick. It's not clickbait. There is actually an easy way to find yourself. Meaning you actually, the exercise that I'm going to share with you is actually quite simple. What makes it difficult is actually doing the exercise and getting the motivation to do it and then continuing to use the exercise when you want to find out more about yourself. So today I'm going to share with you what I think is what it means to find yourself and then I'll walk you through the exercise and I'll use my own examples where I've used this exercise and it really was a powerful one because I happened to see patterns in it whenever I I did this exercise. So first, finding yourself. To me, all that really means is knowing your true desires and knowing your beliefs. And a desire in this case is not the same as desiring like a piece of chocolate or a cake. It's really our true desires, and a lot of times we don't know. I I think of it as the unknown bed. It's kind of where we can operate and behave from, from this unknown bed of our desires and beliefs, and a lot of times we're not conscious of what that is. And even just knowing that is what's going to tell you a lot about yourself. So the power in knowing this and in finding yourself is actually gives you the place where you can actually change. You can change a belief that you don't want to believe anymore. That's not helping you. Or you can understand your desires and then go after them and do something about them. So I think that this is a simple way and yet a powerful way to find out about yourself, to change your life. Okay, so the exercise. The exercise basically involves using the mirror effect, which I talk a little bit more about that in episode 25 on communication problems, and I'll run through it here. And then using that mirror effect to walk through a written exercise where you ask yourself a series of questions until it reveals your desire or belief. And I recommend doing this by writing it down on with pen and paper and not typing it. So we'll put all the questions that I mention in the show notes. So the mirror effect is about being inside somebody else's head. Now this may sound kind of strange because we're going to be talking about finding yourself. And with the mirror, there's two sides to being inside somebody else's head. The one side is you, where you are thinking about what somebody else thinks about you. You're obsessing about their opinion about you. And then the other side of the mirror is your reflection, where you are judging them or drawing a conclusion 
about something they did as if you know what's going on inside their head. They, they do something, maybe you don't like it, and you say, well, they did that because they don't know. And you are inside their head knowing exactly why they behaved a certain way. So now I'm going to walk you through both sides of the mirrors with personal examples from my life and how it revealed my true desires and my belief system. So the one side of the mirror, myself, where I'm obsessing about somebody else's opinion. I think in another episode I mentioned where I was bothered by somebody, my manager's opinion of me, she said, oh, you're detail-oriented. And someone's opinion of you, it could be not necessarily negative or positive, but it kind of stays in your head, in the back of your head, and you might think about it even after the conversation, or you might, you know, see it on the social, a social media comment and you, and you don't like it. So she said, okay, you know, T, you're detail oriented and whatever thought you have in your head, you write that down. And then you ask yourself the question, why does it matter to you? So my thought was, well, that's not true. I'm not detail oriented. So why does that matter to me? And it matters to me because I don't think it's an accurate reflection of my character. And you ask the question again, so why does that matter? Because she, my manager, she's not seeing me as a person who can see the big picture. And I ask the question again, why does that matter? Because I want her to see my other capabilities and see me as capable beyond the work I do. And... That is kind of what it reveals is a desire. I want her to see me a certain way. So my desire is I want to be seen as capable. I want to feel capable. And I've done this exercise on other people's opinions about me, and it always comes back to this desire to be seen as really capable And I want to feel capable. And it's a true desire. And one of the things that is revealed is I'm saying, well, I want my manager to see me as capable. Well, we can't really rely on somebody else to give us a feeling. That feeling has to come from inside us. And when you start to do this exercise several times, you'll see some common desires come up. And from there, I started to focus on, well, how can I feel capable? I don't have to rely on my manager or other people's opinions or my family or anything like that. Is I needed to do some work on this feeling of, yeah, feeling like I can do something and that I'm quite capable of doing anything. And working on that desire really has helped me bring about change in my life. And on the other side, it relieved a lot of suffering I was having because I think this is a Buddhist philosophy where, you know, all desire is suffering or, or something like that. And I was kind of suffering because I had this unknown desire in my head and yet I was going about in my life relying on other people to feel this way. And that's actually where my suffering came from is that actually I was 
expecting everybody else in my life to fulfill this desire when, in fact, I was the only person that can fulfill that desire. So now the reflection in the mirror, and it's where you're judging somebody else. And as you may have guessed, judging somebody else is going to reveal some of the beliefs in which you operate from. However, it can also reveal a desire as well. So I actually have a really good example. I judged a friend on social media on one of her posts, and it was about other people's opinions. So she asked everyone, I think like 3,000 of her friends, to give her opinion about her in three words because she wanted to have better alignment in her life. And so I judged her for that. (laughs) So that's kind of the irony. She's asking for somebody else's opinion. And my judgment of her was that she's, that what she's doing is ridiculous. This post is absolutely ridiculous. And so it's the same exercise. Well, why do I find it ridiculous? And my answer to that is that she's relying on other people to achieve alignment within herself. And here you can ask yourself, because you're starting to reveal a little bit about how you think, you can ask yourself, why do I think that? You can still ask yourself, why does it matter? And it, I think that because to achieve true alignment within yourself, that that won't happen through external validation of other people's opinions. And if I look at what I wrote down closely and I rephrase that belief system, I actually believe that in order to have alignment within yourself, that it's an internal job, meaning that it needs to come from within and not, and it's not dependent on somebody else. It's not that you don't seek help, but it's not relying on how others behave in order for you to be more aligned with your values. And understanding the belief system like this, it helped me see how I view things, how I approach conversations, where my judgments are coming from, how I judge other people, my friends, etc. And although understanding this belief helped me understand myself a lot better, in fact, it also helped me understand people better. From knowing my own belief, I can see that my friend who posted that comes from a very different belief system, and that creates a lot more understanding of my friend. And so then if you look back at the first exercise, understanding your desires, what that allowed me to do was find a path to fulfill it. I understood what I actually really wanted to feel, and then I could go about obtaining that and fulfilling that desire of, okay, I want to feel capable, and what are the things now that I need to do to create that feeling for myself? So I'm going to wrap it up here, and I will have all of the questions that I listed for both exercises in the show notes. And if you want to hear more about the mirror effect in relation to communication, I highly recommend you check out the episode number 25 entitled Communication Problems. And I'll check back with you next week. Thanks for listening. 
Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.